close your eyes. Welcome to the two-minute warning. Yo, welcome everybody back to the Two Minute Warning. I'm your host Ethan, and as always, I got Lucas on remotely. What's good? Damn, he's hyped this time. Hyped. We're back at this week's episode. Um, and as always, we had a pretty interesting week in the NFL. First uh, wild card round of the playoffs. Huge upsets. Huge uh, dominating wins. Shitty defensive coverage. Shout out to the Cowboys and the Eagles. What the fuck was that? And yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna look back at each of the games uh, this past weekend, and then we're gonna jump right into next week's games, um, the divisional round of the NFL on both NFC and AFC sides, and then we're gonna finish it off with the tier list that we forgot to do last week, which is the uh, the head coaches tier list. So um, let's jump right into it. Uh, so let's talk about the Bills Steelers game first. That one was um, obviously I didn't get a chance to see that game, but uh, Highmark Stadium was crazy. Um, before like like four hours before the game, it was still full of snow, and then somehow they got it ready for game time. But what are your thoughts on this? Mason Rudolph not coming out of the wind. Uh, Bills win in dominating fashion. Um, yeah, what what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I, okay. Well, I wouldn't say dominating. They won by a couple touchdowns, whatever. Right? Yeah. Final but I think score. the th- the Sorry. thing we have to take away from this is that. The Steelers, without T.J. Watt, kept it close. Yeah, 31-17, Bills. Take that. 31-17. There was a a point where it was 24-17. Obviously, they scored another. But it was 24-17 in, I think, three minutes left in the third quarter, around there. And that's without T.J. Watt. If they have T.J. Watt, I think they win this game. This isn't something to be ashamed of. Um, You had a lot of issues with the quarterback. But I mean, honestly, if if I'm a Steelers fan, I'm not mad at this. I'm not. I'm not like fuck. Obviously, the issue is you let Josh Allen be Josh Allen. Um, he didn't throw an interception. He threw three touchdowns, and yeah, I mean that's really it. Like they they had a good one. Mason Rudolph did pretty good. They had to throw it 40 times, so they couldn't really get the running game going. That was a big issue. Um, That was just the main issue. I think they just couldn't really get it going. Um, Najee Harris didn't really have a big run I thought he was going to have. But honestly, you're not mad at the game they had. I mean, it's the Bills. And yeah, but obviously the Bills came out. They did their thing. Um, James Cook did his thing. Josh Allen turned into the greatest running back of all time, <laughs> yeah. apparently, with this fucking fake slide on, of course, Kenny Pickett's team. What the fuck is that? Um, but yeah, I mean, it was good for the Bills overall. They got Stephon Diggs in early. That was good. Um, I think he had like five receptions in the in the in the first half alone. Um, obviously, you had Dawson Knox get a touchdown. Yeah, Dawson fucking Knox crazy. Shakur. Yeah, um, Dal- Dalton Kincaid did his thing, but yeah, that was the main thing. Just the ability to run it was really the the winner. They even had Ty Johnson get some carries in. Yeah. So yeah, it was really good for them. Um, yeah, if you're that- a Steelers fan, obviously you're not upset. You know, if TJ was there, probably would have been 
different story. story. Um, there were some calls that were iffy. Um, but overall, I think that I think that that pit defense was expecting the Bills to be more of a uh, a pass first defense, and they came out and they ran the ball a lot. And that was yeah, I think th- that I think surprised they ran the, the Steelers thirty two times. Yeah, they I think they they but, surprised that that Pittsburgh defense a lot. Um, you know, it wasn't like Josh Allen had like an amazing game, like twenty one of thirty passes, two hundred three yards, uh, three passing touchdowns, uh, and his own touch, <laughs> whoa, his own whoa, rushing. Whoa. He touchdown. had I mean, an amazing he, game. He did have an amazing. <laughs> he game. He had an amazing game. Like but, a, a Josh Allen game without an interception, you're most likely going to lose no matter who you are. Yeah. Man, that's and, that's really it. But you can't allow Josh Allen to break off a fifty-five yard run, fake slide. Which yeah, I know there's controversy. In my opinion, I don't know if it was really a fake slide. I think it was more just him slowing down. I think he was gonna slide, but then he realized no. So I wouldn't consider it a fake slide. I think he just changed his mind before he started the motion. Yeah, because no one's just slowing down like that unless you're going down. Especially yeah. the way Josh Allen slides. Josh Allen doesn't really have a smooth, like, sliding into a base motion. He kind of just drops down. Yeah, 52 um, so yards. So I think he was in his motion, base. but I don't think he was in the motion. I think he stopped before. Obviously, without that, it's a 24-17 game. If you have TJ Watt, I think you get it done. But, unfortunately, they were banged up. Obviously, the Bills had injuries, too. They didn't have Gabe Davis. Big part of the Bills' offense. So, yep. yeah. Um, but yeah, honestly, I'm not mad if I'm a Steelers fan. Um, I'm really hyped because the Bills are catching, catching, getting hot at the exact right time. They've won what seven in a row now. So yeah. Yep. Really uh, Cook with 75, uh, 79 yards, eighteen times uh, rushing. Um, or four point four. That's you love that from James. Yeah. That massive game from the the Bills running squad and the passing squad. They had a few passing touchdowns as well, but. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I think the Bills really torch the Steelers. Now, what 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 do the Steelers do going into uh, into the off season? What what are they? What changes do they have to make? I mean, we already talked on the uh, the whole Kenny Pickett situation. Um, yeah, I mean, just Jaden Daniels. <laughs> if yeah. you can get Jaden Daniels, you're fucking sitting pretty. Really, just a quarterback. Like, do they quarterback. do they do they draft? Yeah. Do they do do they try and make a move for Russ? Do they try and? I I prefer them draft because. Realistically, like they're probably gonna stick with Pickett or Mason Rudolph, but realistically, I think they draft because then you have a guy on a rookie contract again, where you and don't Mitch- have to pay him, and you can pay TJ Watt, you can pay Pickens, you can pay Deontay, you can pay the the weapons. Yeah. You can maybe and- try and go out get T Higgins if you have a guy on a rookie contract. If you go and get Russ, you're not gonna be able to be in free agency getting whoever you want to get. And then they kick Mitch Trubisky the fuck out of Pittsburgh. Fuck that guy. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, sorry. I don't know. But and then, I don't know. I, I kind of wish they went with Mitch, but unfortunately he didn't perform as good as Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph was, looked fine in this game, really. He looked um, fine in the past yeah. few games. Yeah, like this game even too, like is what I'm saying. Like he didn't look bad. But that being said, um, yeah, I don't know. I think just address the quarterback situation and try and keep TJ healthy because he's really, in my opinion, the defensive player of the year. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's really it. Address the O-line, too, because 
You you can't have Najee get outran by Jalen Warren against when he has four more carries, in my opinion. Like, I feel like Najee should be the main focus of this running offense. Obviously, Jalen Warren's great, right? He ran for 4.8. He ran good. But I think... I, I don't know. I just feel like Najee's more of that guy. We've seen him do it before. Maybe involve Najee more in the passing game because he's done it before. He had like 70 receptions the one year. So, but yeah. I don't so, know. That's that's how I would address it if I'm the Steelers. Just mainly passing game and like weapons. Like the, just O-line. So the Bills, with their 31-17 win over the Steelers, they move on to the second round to play the Kansas City Chiefs, which we'll talk about in a second. Um in the AFC divisional round, so um, which the next game we'll talk about is the Dolphins and the Chiefs. So um, the Chiefs come out on top. They beat the Dolphins twenty six to seven. They they uh, they hold the Dolphins to a one score. Um, what are your thoughts? Like this 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 was a surprise um, for me. Obviously, me picking the Dolphins, I was not expecting um, so them to get shut not, out. Yeah, like that. Mahomes with a dominating game, two hundred sixty two yards, one touchdown, no picks. Um, 23 or 41 passes. This, uh, which is honestly a mediocre stat line for Mahomes. Like see, it, liter- honestly, it literally says it right here. Here's, <laughs> mediocre here's stat the thing, line. right? Um, yeah. So okay. So here's the thing, right? You. This is like, you had less. I said this last week. You have the Dolphins coming into a cold, fucking freezing fourth coldest game in the season, coming to city, who had wins against playoff teams than the Patriots did. Less winning teams than the Patriots did. Saw them getting fucking wrecked, which they did. Um, they, the Chiefs. I don't think I read a stat that I don't think they allowed a single rush over ten yards for the for the Dolphins. Which is what the Dolphins live by, right? Like, that's been their MO all year, is that they can run down your neck and then just get it, or they can have an explosive play to Tyreek and then just fucking run it down the field the next drive. Tyreek held in check, 5 for 62 and a touchdown. Yeah, the, the only touchdown. Jalen Waddle was pretty banged up, but... Yeah. They had, they had to get Cedric Wilson and River uh, Crackcraft or whatever his name is fucking involved. They so, only yeah thirty one yeah. yards for Waddle, which is very is quite low. Um, um but beat with that bad ankle, yeah. In the Chiefs' yeah. defense, just show again why they're they're a top dominant. defense, they're hella underrated. That defense is and, crazy uh, underrated. Big game for Chris again, Jones. Um, Rice, I said Rashi Rice was gonna have a great game. He went out there and he did his thing. Eight for 130 in a touchdown. I said Travis Kelsey was going to go back to Travis Kelsey being his old self. Seven for 71 yards. That's what you want. I said Isaiah Pacheco was going to do his thing. 89 yards for a touchdown. This is from the Chiefs. If you're a Chiefs fan, you're on cloud nine right now. Because one, they got everyone else involved too. They had Noah Gray with a, a big catch. They had Justin Watson get catches. They had MVS get a catch. They had Richie. They spread the ball around, which is... When you look at the Chiefs being their best, everyone is getting a catch. Even last year, they won the Super Bowl by spreading the ball around. Rashi Rice was able to catch a ball. Travis Kelsey was able to catch a ball because they're spreading the ball around. Yeah. 
They they were able to run it for half the game. They had like 24 carries just from Isaiah Pacheco. And then you had another like eight from Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So this is exactly what you um, you're happy if you're a Chiefs fan. You're depressed if you're a Miami Dolphins fan. But if you're a Miami Dolphins fan, you should not be surprised, okay? You weren't good against teams with winning records all year, and then you were going against a team in the cold environment where you have not won. Yeah. So, yeah. Big games this weekend. Um, so, the next one. Uh, so, well, first, let's talk about what the Dolphins should do going into the next season. There's a lot of talk about them possibly trading Tua. Um, is that, know, is that the move? His, his contract's up. But, is that I mean, move? I, I said this last week. You don't pay Tua. No. Willing to take a pay cut, then you bring him back. Because he's a good quarterback. The problem is, you can't afford to pay Tua because of the other weapons you have surrounded him with. Say bye in a couple of years. <laughs> um, really, you can't win without Jalen Waddle healthy, especially against a team like the Chiefs. So, but of, I think there's all, enough good quarterbacks where you could get someone out of all the quarterbacks. Out of all the quarterbacks that played this past weekend, he was last in in yards. Um, Touched well, he's had the same amount of touchdowns as pretty much every quarterback. But for every, like Mason yeah, Rudolph had more yards than Tua did this past week. Mason Rudolph looked a lot more impressive, but again, Mason Rudolph wasn't going against the Kansas City Chiefs. Very true. So that's I think I think we're undermining the ability of the Kansas City Chiefs defense. Yeah, they they um, gave up. He, Tua took two sacks, um, through one pick on the one, Broncos' head. I don't know. I just think you don't pay Tua because of how much he's going to want. He's going to get $40 million a year. I don't think you can afford to pay him that if he's no. throwing 200 Now I get you're in Miami all year long. You go and you have to pay in the fourth coldest game. That's not going to be good for any quarterback. Again, you got to score more than 200 yards. I th- you gotta you got to score more than one touchdown. That's just me. I don't know. So yeah, so that that I think what they they just run it back. If they if they can find a new option at quarterback, maybe involve a trade involving Kirk Cousins. Who knows? Um, I think that that would be a possible situation for the the Dolphins. But they have a good defense. They've got weapons. They can they can easily run it back with this offense. But another thing, Mostert is getting old. Okay. I know, I know Mostert was a really good running back this year. He was probably a top five running back this year. But Devon A-Chain, the keys. I know he didn't run great, but I think Devon A-Chain deserves to have the role of a starting running back. And if he doesn't, so you get another, you get another running back in free agency or in the draft. There's plenty of running backs you can get, but I do not think Raheem Mostert's at his age is going to be the guy for you. Um, and I think Devon A-Chain, you have to take that risk with him. Yes, he ran awfully, but, like, I think it was 1.5 or 2 yards per carry. Um, but I don't know. I just don't see Mostert being that guy. Um, I think if you, if you're going with anyone on the team, it's A-Chain. And then 
I wouldn't even go with A Chain. I'd probably if I'm if I'm McDaniel's, I'd rather have someone like I don't know, I don't Algier. If you can try and get Algier, yeah. go for him. But I don't know. I think I think guy there's guys in the league and guys coming up a draft that would be better than Mostert and A Chain. Um but I I just don't think Mostert at his age will be able to sustain eighteen touchdowns and the amount of yards he did. And Devon A-Chain obviously isn't going to be able to sustain the amount of yards per carry he did. So that's just what I'd say. So jumping into the next Funny. game, this was the game that you picked the correct winner of, and I was wrong on this one. Uh, the Browns and the Texans. Um, a lot of people were uh, flaming the Browns like this. And, you know, the, the Flacco train is going to end at some point. And, you know, the Texans fucking destroyed the Browns 45-14. But Flacco not Flacco didn't play like horrible like three hundred seven yards. I mean he threw two picks, but back to back places that's gonna hurt you. But here's the thing: if you're you're happy, you're yeah. not happy about the loss, but you're happy that six weeks ago you signed a guy off of the couch because you have three quarterback injuries and to the playoffs. Yep. As a, f- what, four seed, I think it was? You got to be happy with that. Because if Joe Flacco can do it, what can a uh, healthy Deshaun Watson might be able to do? What will another quarterback be able to do? Because realistically, it's not going to be Joe Flacco next year. It's going to be Deshaun Watson again. We'll be starting somewhere else, whether that's Pittsburgh, whether that's, I don't know. But does Fla- does Flacco retire, else. though? Does no, lack of absolutely not. A career. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Especially after the career he had, the season he had. Uh, threw for three hundred yards. Obviously, threw back to back pick sixes. That's not good. Oh, I saw this coming. I mean, their their run game just couldn't get going. I think that was a big issue, right? They were up at one point. Brevin Jordan had a had a big. I think it was a seventy five yard touchdown, and after that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, that's that's really the thing. I mean, I think you're happy as a Browns fan. I'm sure Browns fans would love to keep Joe Flacco with what he's done. I don't think you do. I think with his no. age, no. and you really just can't because of how much you paid Deshaun Watson. Is that Deshaun Watson contract is inescapable? No one's gonna want it most player-friendly contract in like the history of football and really sports in general so you're stuck with Deshaun Watson you have to start him hopefully he can get back to even somewhat of what he was while he played for the Texans but Flacco's gone right yeah we can we we know this but and you got to be happy with what he did and what the Browns roster did without Nick Chubb as well. I feel like a lot of people forgot that Nick Chubb just wasn't there all year, and they yeah. still imagine if he did this play this far. Uh, so, honestly, I just just try and hope that he stays healthy. Um, Jerome Ford, I think, is a great back considering, even though he ran for 17 yards with nine carries. I think he is a good back. I think he'll be a great backup for Nick Chubb. Or if you want to go that route and maybe trade Nick Chubb, I don't know. I maybe trade Jerome Ford. Wouldn't. But yeah, you might be able to get something for Jerome Ford. Um, but I don't know. I I just think as a Browns fan, you're not going to be upset 
I don't think you can you can be upset at this season. They have good weapons. Amari Cooper has been great for you all year. David Njoku's really found his stride. Um, really, all, all you can hope is to get more weapons for Deshaun Watson and hope he returns to what he was, or at least a part of that. So now, yeah, talking about flipping to the Houston side of things, man. C.J. Stroud, perfect passer rating, fucking three tutties, two hundred seven or sorry, two hundred seventy four yards. Fuck, man, what? Like this kid, this guy's this guy's gonna be the face of the league. Like seriously, when it's all said and done, he is composed. He's putting it in spots where vets can't even put it. And I mean, like you look at this roster, right? Not a, a diehard fan. You're gonna look at this roster and be like, okay, Devin Singletary was a backup for the Bills last year. They they cut him. Whatever bid. Nico oh, Collins, uh, Nico old. Collins never heard of him. What, what's he been doing for his whole career? Uh, whatever. Evan Jordan, I think you were even on the tight end list. We're like, I don't know who he is, right? Because it's not like he's not a big name. It's not like you don't know ball. He's not a big name, but he could do things. Dalton Schultz, you're like, damn, Dalton Schultz had down year. He was good for the Cowboys, but what's he going to do with this rookie quarterback? And then Tank uh, Dell uh, comes John in. John Mechie. John Mechie hasn't been on a good team and been good all year. Damn, Robert Woods hasn't done shit. Devin Singletary, like, what's he gonna do? And Tank Dell comes in as a rookie. And he comes. Tank Dell comes in as a rookie, and yeah, even Tank and Dell. fucking balls out. Like, um, this yeah. this team's got a future. Maybe like Nico Collins is probably not the long term solution as a wide receiver one, but I mean, he might be. I mean, he's been great all year. Um, He's just getting old. And they, they're doing this. There's an yeah, that's older. the thing. They they're scoring 45 without Tank Dell. So, like that's that's the crazy part. That's really the crazy part. Um, I think oh, Nico, Nico Collins, Collins is 24. Is, He's yeah, a ball, right? Maybe definitely. Maybe he is the long term solution. I mean, he's not a flashy one. guy. Love that guy. Um, he's not he's not a flashy guy, but I think in two years he might be. Um, he reminds me a lot of like, how can, how, who does he remind me of where it's not a, he does kind of remind me of Stefan Diggs. I know that's crazy to say, but he kind of does just the way he plays. Doing. Yeah, I the can see The way he it. plays, the separation he gets, he does just kind of remind me of Stefan Diggs. And I know I may be biased. He's a Michigan guy. Um, I'm a Michigan guy, but I don't know. I think, I think he's good enough to do great things. Tank Dell, I think, has potential to do great. I think his size is going to be a disadvantage, but I think he's proven time and time again that he he can get it done. Um, just don't use him as a center, and he's he'll be fine if he stays healthy. Um, but yeah, honestly, I think CJ Stroud is offensive rookie of the year. I know what Puka did, but CJ Stroud took this team from. The second pick or whatever, three and fucking fourteen, to a winning a playoff game. Yeah. Now no, I know no. playoffs shouldn't matter into that conversation, but still, like I don't know. I think you have to give him his flowers. I know Puka, but I don't know. Maybe a shared, maybe the first ever shared offensive rookie of the year. But I think I think it's CJ Stroud deserves it a lot, a lot more. I think that's a fair. Uh... 
Sorry, my bad. No, I think that's a fair a fair assumption. Like I, I, it's neck and neck, really. And there's no really other person that has even come close to the conversations besides maybe Sam Laporta. But those He's, are the two guys. Yeah, you can't. You can't, though. He, yeah, he doesn't come close to it. <laughs> a perfect passer rating in a fucking playoff game. That's crazy. And the only the only other quarterback to do that in this in this playoff matchup is my boy Jared. Uh, sorry, Jordan Love. Now let's. Yeah, but work. Jordan Love's not a rookie, <laughs> so well, that's that's no, the crazy. But second year, second year, not a lot of expectation. Since we're talking about it, we're gonna jump into the second year. This is a second year. Is yeah. it not? This is like fourth year, dude. He was drafted in like 2020. Seriously? That's why it was so confusing. Yes. That's why everyone was confused why they drafted him like at the time. But. Wow. But anyways, still perfect passer rating. 272 yards. Pretty much the exact same stats as CJ Stratton. I thought they were one. They were one off, weren't they? Two two yards. Jordan Love was two yards less than uh, than CJ Stroud, but still a perfect pass rating. Sixteen completions, twenty one attempts, all the same as CJ Stroud. Three uh, three touchdowns, no sacks. Um, they didn't get a perfect pass rating, though. They both did. No, they didn't. What perfect pass ratings? One fifty eight point three. That is what they got, no? No, they got like 157.2. Whatever. It's pretty it's stupid. It's close to fucking enough. But, yeah, like, such a stupid, thing is, like, the thing is about this, the Green Bay game, it, it, was, it was a show for Jordan Love, but it wasn't like they played out of their minds. The Dallas defense folded. The coverage, like, fucking Luke Musgrave was, like, wide open, like, no one near him like and he just walks into the touchdown for or walks into the the end zone for a touchdown like and then other other touchdowns like fucking multiple pick sixes from Dak but even though like Dak didn't have that bad of a game like it was a Josh Allen type of game two pick sixes three touchdowns like 403 yards it was not a bad game for Dak and not a bad game for Dak, but also a lot of it's inflated when you throw 60 times. <laughs> that sounds yeah. crazy. Yeah. You threw the ball 60 times. 41 complete. So you better have, a, you better have 400 yards. <laughs> you better have 400 yards like that when you're throwing 60 times and you're completing 41 of them. Um, no, I don't, think, I don't think the offense, I don't think Dak is the problem here. I Obviously, year, all year I glazed Dak Prescott. We all know it. I love Dak Prescott. I think he is is the future for the Cowboys. I think he, if he doesn't stick with the Cowboys, he's gonna bring a team to the Super Bowl at one point in his career. Um, I, but a lot of people, a lot said, of a lot of Dallas fans are reaching and they're saying we we gotta trade Dak. We gotta we gotta yeah, fire no. Mike McCarthy. I think the, the the thing that Dallas does, they move on from the thing that's been causing this for years. Jerry Jones has to go. That is that's what I have to say. Dak. Is fine. I don't he's think, I don't he's know. okay. He's had an MVP type season. Mike McCarthy. He's a coach that's taken a team to a Super Bowl with a quarterback not so different from Dak. Like Aaron Rodgers, young Aaron Rodgers is not so different from Dak. Really, like Dak, almost an MVP type year. 
I don't think Mike McCarthy's the problem. You move on from the guy that is is that's Jerry Jones. They have the weapons. They C.D. Lamb record breaking season. Uh, maybe a down year for Tony Pollard, but he has that potential still. They have uh, they have depthness in the wide receiver. They've got Michael Gallup. They've got Brandon Cooks. You know, Cooks is a little bit older, but he's got that vet presence. And then, like, what else? They got a good defense. One of the best defenses okay. this year. Maybe they collapsed the thing, during the, right? against the Packers, but like, Here's I don't think thing, it's right? it's okay. Dallas should blow it up. I don't think Dallas should blow it up. Here's the here's the thing. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's Jerry Jones. I'm not gonna say it's Dak. I'm not gonna say it's the defense. Right? I'm gonna say it's Mike McCarthy. Okay, and this is why. You go 12 and five three years in a row now. Right? Can't do anything in the playoffs. That's a big issue. You need to be able to coach your team in the playoffs when it really matters. You don't have, realistically, yes, Dak Prescott is, in my opinion, the MVP this year. He deserves it. But he's not Aaron Rodgers, okay? He's not. No, he's well, I'm not, not saying Aaron he Rodgers. is. He's, Very he's similar. Not, he's, not 2000, he's not 2010 Aaron Rodgers when they won the Super Bowl, right? So you can't treat this team like they are. Okay. But this team is better but than that the, team. The, the thing, okay, yes, but the thing is, right, this Packers team barely made playoffs, right? Arguably shouldn't have, right? It was very up in the air until the very literally last second of their game. And the Seahawks choked. And they scored, and they scored 48 points on your defense, on Michael Parsons, on... Everyone on Deron Bland, they cooked you guys. You had Aaron Jones go for 120 yards and three touchdowns. Someone that struggled all year. Yes, Aaron Jones has been running it amazingly the past few few weeks, but you you let him score three touchdowns and 120 yards. You you let Romeo Dobbs have a 25.2 yards per reception and a, a 151 yards and a touchdown. You let Luke Musgrave get a wide open touchdown. You let Dontavion Wicks get a touchdown. This is the problem, okay? Yes, Jordan Love's great quarterback. They did their thing, right? If you're a Packers fan, you're happy. Even if you lose, even if you get blown out next week, you're happy with what you did this year because you know it's probably the start to another dynasty with a great quarterback. But the Dallas Cowboys need to do something. I don't know if it's and maybe maybe it's it's not because it's Dak's fault, but maybe you just need to get rid of Dak just for his own sake and for your own sake. Like just just restart hit the hit the refresh button maybe you need something new i don't think it's Dak prescott's fault um i don't think it's i don't think it's really anyone on the offense's fault for the cowboys i think it's more play calling um obviously tony pollard could have ran it better but i don't know i just think oh, this it's frustrating because it's really the defense you can't give up 48 points i know Dak threw two picks I know that was a big part of it, but you can't give up 50 points in a playoff game, especially to a team that just barely made playoffs. Can't do it. Um, I think you fire Mike McCarthy. I know he's a good coach. I know you guys are a good team. I know you guys have Super Bowl potential. This should should have been the year, realistically. You go to you don't lose lose at home all year and then you go in playoffs with home field advantage and you lose to the first team the last team that is eligible to make playoffs i think you got to be ashamed of your coaching 
I gotta be, you gotta be ashamed of when it comes down to it, you collapse. And I think you gotta start over. Mike McCarthy, I don't think is a bad coach, but I think he needs someone. He needs a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. He needs a quarterback that can basically manage the team on their own. And I, I think Dak can manage the offense great, but I don't think Dak's the guy that can motivate a defense to step it up like think- Aaron Rodgers. And I don't think, because I think if you're a really great quarterback like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, your defense feels pressure to do the best they can. Because realistically, if you lose, it's not because they're going to be performing bad. Right? And I think when Dak threw those two interceptions, it was kind of just over for them. You go down 27-7 at half, I think you're, you kinda, your defense is already kind of out of it. Thing and once they, your defense gets out of it, it doesn't matter how good you're on our offense. There it goes down to care close. to me. For me, it goes down to whether that those players care. And, you know, being this team, this was the year. Like, I think it's going to be a lot tougher if everyone stays healthy next year. Maybe they, they transition to, you know, away from turf or whatever. But there's a big argument about that. But anyways, if they, you know, if they... If there's less injuries next year, it's going to be a lot tougher of, you know, there's a lot of teams that did make the playoffs this year that are going to be, if their team stays healthy, going to be fucking possibly in the Super Bowl next year. The Vikings could be dangerous next year. If Jefferson stays healthy, Kirk Cousins stays healthy, the Vikings are dangerous. And a team like the uh, a team like the Cowboys, um, you know, the Seahawks could be dangerous next year. Um, like even, even if the... I mean, the Carolina Panthers aren't going to make the playoffs next year, but like, they if they turn <laughs> it around, if they turn dangerous, but if they turn it around next year, they could be in the hunt. There's a lot of teams next year. The Jets could be dangerous. Uh, the Bengals dangerous. Jag Jacksonville dangerous. These teams, if the Vikings don't do something, they're not going to make the playoffs next year. If these teams all stay healthy, and that's a big thing for the Cowboys and it goes down to care like the kid the players don't look like they give a shit and oh, then no, all, and then, and then and then all of a sudden all of a sudden fucking uh fourth quarter and the Cowboys start turning into the fucking 2020 Tampa Bay Buccaneers like the fuck what happened yeah I mean so yeah I mean that's the thing right like they just started I, to care I think like it, it all it all goes back to the to the defense I think the offense, they after they score that first touchdown at the end of the half, they started scoring and they scored thirty two points. Like they didn't just roll over and die. But they the problem did. is, the problem is, they didn't just roll over and die. But the defense did, and the defense let up a score every single fucking time, whether that was a field goal or a touchdown. They let something up, and that was that's the problem. The defense stopped caring, and that's like it. Yeah. And they were calling them the Dallas. Like, if if I know this is a football podcast, but like very similar to the way the Maple Leafs are in uh, in hockey, they 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 yeah. go they go they have an amazing season, freaking top year in this in the standings, and then they go into the first round of the playoffs and they get fucking smoked by a team that they shouldn't get smoked by. Why? Because they stop they stop carrying, and it's and then they and it happens year after year after year. It's fucking being a Maple Leafs fan. It hurts being from Canada. It fucking hurts, but. If and then I'm thank God I was on the other end of this one being a Packers fan, but you know as a Dallas fan I feel you and it's like the players don't they don't they stop caring the defense stops caring why they they're like the season they I don't know if they're not satisfied like fucking like they don't have that 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 dog in them but they stop caring all like 
they get 48 domed on their head and then they start and then they start scoring or was it 42 what was the score at half 42 nothing like no they, no, no 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 it was 27-7 whatever and then they still got domed on their head in the second half the offense yeah. started producing but the defense just rolled over and died and it's not fair it's yeah. not fair to the offense and it's not fair to the coach no. who, and it's not fair to the the front office because they they were the ones who take the hit for it, right? No, and it was yeah, it was a big issue. Um, and Mike McCarthy's going to probably lose his job because the defense stopped. And I, no, I think you should. I think you should. I don't think. And like, he defense, he's part of the yes, reason they why they stopped caring. But you need to clean the OC, the DC. Maybe not the OC. You need to clean the DC and the head coach because the DC. Obviously wasn't calling something to let them go up by twenty in the first half, right? They were winning twenty seven zero, right before that before that final touchdown of the half. This defense, this defense goes in like this defense at the start of the year, like at the start of the season, was called one of the greatest defenses of all time, the next Legion of Boom, all this shit, and then they go out and they get fucking embarrassed in the first round of the playoffs embarrassed i don't know i just i just don't know how you can go to a team that barely made playoffs and let them score 50 on your head i know like if Dak doesn't throw those two interceptions yes they probably win but then again Dak threw those two interceptions and they it was still very much in reach it wasn't over you lost by two touchdowns that's not crazy no, but they had to. They had to chase. End of the game. With you two, never want to chase. Left, you thought, wait, no, obviously not. But with two minutes left, you're like, oh shit, they might do something. They might pull something crazy shit off here, and then ultimately nothing happens. But it's just like that's the offensive problem. Defense, I think, could use a little better guidance, but I think the defense needs a little more motivation from the head coach because. You don't have Aaron Rodgers. The defense doesn't feel pressured and need to do their best. I feel like I feel like I don't know. We've been rambling a lot about this game when there's a lot of other good games, but I don't know. I just think the Cowboys are at a weird spot. I think you have to get rid of Mike McCarthy because you went twelve and five the past three years, basically guarantee a playoff playoff like reach. But what are you going to do after that? So the next game, risk. the next game, and, yeah. Is probably is the tightest game of the uh, of all the matchups. The Rams fall to the uh, fall. Sorry, fall to the Lions. Uh, 24-23, one score game or one one point game. Sorry, my bad. And you know, Goff or Stafford comes back to Detroit, gets booed. His family gets booed. Not very class. <laughs> not very classy at all. But whatever. The court. The quarterback that gave you fucking what fourteen years for thirteen. 12 years, whatever, gave you 10-plus years of hard work, fucking playoff uh, p- playoff pushes, fucking get, set up a Hall of Fame career for fucking Calvin Johnson. And I'm not, and I'm, not, I'm not disrespecting Megatron at all, but, like, if Stafford wasn't his quarterback, he wouldn't have fucking put up the 1,900-yard seasons that he had. Okay. But... The disrespect of you know Stafford going into into Detroit and being fucking booed and shit. But anyways, the the Rams. What was wrong with this game? 
What, in your opinion, what what went wrong for either team in this game? And I don't, for me, for me, it was the fact that they let Goff loose. They let Goff move around in the pocket. This wasn't Goff. It was Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. They they gave up a lot of running shit, like fucking and like a lot of running yards. Well, not yards, yards, just like they let them get in the end zone too much. But I mean, they like it was a defensive game, and realistically, when you let it, Lions have a defensive game with Aiden Hutchinson, you're not gonna win. The Rams' defense has been rough all year. Um, but so the like the Lions, a, a touchdown each for Montgomery really and Gibbs. I mean, it's, uh, fifty-seven yards for Montgomery. Uh, twenty-five yards for Gibbs. The the thing is, like the Lions, I think are gonna stick against the Bucks. I don't think they. It, the Lions. Okay, so happy if you're a Lions fan. I think booing Stafford is respect more than anything. If they just went in and they didn't do anything to for Stafford disrespectful then okay this guy gave you so many years and you don't even acknowledge him okay i think bring him is the detroit lions fans way of saying how about don't fucking boo the guy fucking clap for the you have to boo him you can't cheer for him it's a playoff game if if we're if we're playing the broncos in the fucking super bowl we Oh, fucking cheer Russell Wilson on when he's walking yeah, out. Well, Russell Wilson fucking Fuck no. torched your fucking the Seahawks legacy, dude. He fucking he threw the ball on fourth fourth and three against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Like what? You don't do that shit. Maybe that was a bad play call, but still. Buddy fucking threw the ball then straight in Russell Malcolm Wilson Butler's has, hands. Russell Russell Wilson has done a lot more for the Seahawks than Matthew Stafford has done for the Lions, and that's very true. That's true, but he he and Stafford's a better quarterback. Him. I think the I think Stafford would have beat the Patriots if he was on that Seahawks team. In uh, oh fuck no, what, bro? He's got like we're fucking... not when we're not we're not beating the Broncos with the. And having the biggest win in Super Bowl history, if we don't have if we have Matthew Stafford again, that's just t- me. I think it was a respect thing. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a fuck you. We don't like you. Obviously, they love Matthew Stafford, but the opposing was- team's quarterback. And they fuck uh- if it's the first first thing ever. They're gonna next year. They're gonna play. And then they're going to do a nice tribute video for him because it's not going to be playoffs. This is their first home playoff game in fucking 31 years since 1991 or whatever. And you expect them to cheer the former quarterback? Absolutely fucking not. You know damn well if the Rams were hosting a playoff game, they would not be cheering Jared Goff. It was, it was, this game was close. This this game was a very close game. game. You you let Puka Nakua get 181 yards and a touchdown and still somehow won. I don't know. Um, you held Cooper Cup in check, which I think was the main thing. Yeah, they. You it, held Kyron Williams without a touchdown, and I think that was the main thing. But yeah, that's really. Yeah, like Cooper Cup's not even here. Like he barely did. He, he had five receptions for 27 yards. Yeah, he had five for 27. Yeah, but, but I mean. 
fucking Demarcus Robinson and fucking Tutu Abel got more yards. Like they no every every receiver got more yards than than Cooper Cup this game. They kept that was the Lions' plan. I think that was the Lions' plan. Um, because if they get if they let this is going to be an issue next week though. They can contain one player. It's if everybody else, Kyron Williams, uh, Cooper. This, this Cup, has been an issue for the games. Lions. This has been an issue for the Lions. Is that their 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 cornerbacks can't handle really good receivers all year? It's been an issue for them. And I think they just said, "Fuck it, we'll bite the bullet. We'll have Gardner Johnson guard Cooper Cup. Do what he needs to do." Um. Because they can't win and with just Puka. They, and it worked. And it worked. Uh, yeah. But it, the the problem is it's it's not gonna <laughs> it, it's not gonna work against a team like the the Buccaneers. It's not because no. Oh fuck no. Because they can't they can't expect to cover they're Mike Evans full run? coverage and then Godwin's gonna play like shit. Like. Well, like even if even if they do try and put Gardner Johnson, like, even if they do try and contain Mike Evans like they did Cooper Cup, you're not going to be able to. You, like, Cup has probably had more season, like, more success in one season than and has a higher ceiling than Mike Evans, but Mike Evans is probably top 10 wide receiver all time, in my opinion. He's been the most consistent receiver, and he's not containable. He's You're not just going to go and contain him. I think I think Mike Evans is more unless you're than Chris Godwin unless you're, and personally just because unless you're Marshawn Lattimore. Fuck no. Unless you're Marshawn Lattimore, you're not containing Mike Evans. If they can fill his route, maybe, maybe. But then that then that leaves Godwin. Then that leaves Godwin, and then it's like it's not going to work against the Bucks. But um, back to the Rams. I think you know what do they do now? You know, heading into the off season heading with a wide receiver with the best rookie season of all time. What, where do they back. move forward? Do they run it back? Do they, do they try and move on from Stafford? Do they, uh, do they improve that defense? Is Aaron, Aaron Donald's getting old, possibly could retire soon. What, <sighs> what do they do to improve this team? And I think it's, it's defense, 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 and possibly a, and a young quarterback do, do what the Packers do, you know, draft a quarterback young <laughs> and, and fucking, Put him away for three, two to three years. Let him learn under a vet like Stafford, a vet like Rogers. You know, let let him learn, and then uh, once Stafford's ready to go in the next three years, then it's like you know, here's the ball. And hopefully, you know, he does what Jordan Love does and fucking takes your team to the second round of the playoffs. But I don't, maybe, I don't know what's next the for the line for or the Rams go defense. Do they go defense? Do they try and uh, you know replace Aaron Donald? Do they? What do they do to uh, to better this squad? And I don't think receiving is the problem. I they've got the future running back in Kyron Williams. They've got Puka. They've got Cooper Cup. They've got Tutu Atwell. They've got a good receiving core. They've got a good running running back. Maybe improve that O line. I think O line could be improved. O line uh, could work. O line yeah. could work. But okay, so here's the thing, right? We I, talked about it last week, but I have I have a, I have a hard time thinking that the Rams are going to do anything, and I don't know what it is. And that's but the problem. I just, maybe I'm a hater. Maybe I'm a hater. Maybe I'm a hater. But I just don't that the Rams have the ability. 
and you're in win a playoff game. I don't think they will even make playoffs next year, in my opinion. But I don't know. Like they have a Super Bowl chance. They have a oddly they have they have a odd good roster. Have a very shit roster. It's a mix of old and young and bad and good and it's 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 a mumbo jumbo and it's hard to You had them winning your Super Bowl, right? Yeah, because the problem is they have. I, I was looking because it's like it's like a half full glass, right? You look at the glass half full. That's that's that good side of the Rams. That's the Puka. That's Cooper Cup. That's Stafford in when he's playing good. And then there's that glass half empty, which is that shitty O line that that de- uh, that defense that crumbles. That uh, that that Stafford throws picks. They have their pros and cons, like every team does. But I think. It's hard to improve pros and cons, their pros, their cons when it's also their pros. If you get what I'm saying, yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's it's hard to it's hard to improve a a good uh, uh, their quarterback when their quarterback's good, but then their quarterback's also bad at times. So it's like, what do they want to do? They, they, I, I don't know what to say. They're probably not going to do anything. That's that's scary. As a Rams fan, I'd be scared. Okay, so this is anything. This is the Sean, problem, right? Sean McVay. They don't stinks. have. No, that's you don't fire Sean McVay, but this is the problem, right? Stafford retires in one to two years. Old retires in one to two years. Cooper Cup retires in two to three years. Then you're who? Who are you stuck with? They've got Oops, prime Puka. a bad O line and prime Puka. You know what? This sounds like a lot to me. I don't know. Like the Chiefs? Stephon Diggs on the Vikings. <laughs> um, you have a really good receiver and Nick Young. Mullins. <laughs> um, and Nick Mullins. You, you, have, you, you have Dalvin Cook, Stephon Diggs, which is Kyrie and Puka, and Nick Mullins, literally. Yeah, because the thing is, when Diggs left, Cup, or, uh, Cousins wasn't there yet. so Or maybe he was and he was just injured, but... I think he wasn't. I, I think he was still it's in Washington. Like, so it's it's just, and then it's, it causes an that issue. and then it I causes mean, that receiver to want to leave. And that's and that's the thing. If the Rams don't do anything in two to three years, when Stafford retires, when uh, when fucking what's his face retire, when Aaron Donald retires, when Cooper Cup retires, Puka's not gonna want to be there. Just like Diggs no. didn't want to be in Minnesota, like. And I also I also don't see Cooper Cup being the next Stephon Diggs. I don't know. Like I know Maybe he's a Puka. great I, I Puka. Yeah, sorry. I know he's a great guy, right? I know he's a great receiver. I know he's very talented. I just don't. And maybe I'm biased because I'm a Sox fan, but I just don't see Puka being the guy to like. I do. I think I can. I don't see him being like Jamar Chase consistently. I don't see. Yeah, I don't see him being like a Jamar Chase, like a like a Justin Jefferson, like a Tyreek Hill. But he can be more like a, a silent, a, better than T Higgins, maybe like a Mari Cooper. No, that's what I see him like. I don't think he's even Mari Cooper's level. I know he's probably the better than him this year. I know he had one of the greatest receiver seasons. He had the greatest rookie receiver season. I know he mm. had the, one of the greatest wide receiver seasons this year. I 
just I I have I have trouble just saying yeah Puka Nakua is the future of the wide receivers. I, I don't think see it, that. I think it's I don't know the, what it is. To to wrap it up, I just think if the Rams don't do anything, it's if I was a Rams fan, I'd be scared because then if in two to three years when everyone's gone, Puka's not going to want to be there. And that's and that's going to be the and if he is as good as people say is he Kyron is, Williams. yeah, they're both going to want to be gone, and they're both going to request a trade, and they're going to go to a team like the Ravens, who's got you know whatever. Just saying, <laughs> the they're Ravens. not the Ravens. I don't know. They're not going to want to be there. That's my point. And the, so the Rams got to do something, and they got to do it now. So whether that's drafting a quarterback or fucking improving that O line and defense. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just don't think they're gonna. They have a roster to win a Super Bowl, but to the but they're not young enough to just wait it out. And then to the Lions yeah. side of things of this game, you know, fucking go into the next game head up high, and and I think they can make a real run of the Super Bowl. I think they're they're <laughs> gonna be in the NFC Championship with the Niners, and I think they can beat the Niners, and I really do. And I and I know I was shitting on them. I didn't was I wasn't shitting on them last week. I just had high hopes for the Rams, but you're just, I, you're just saying this because you want wanted the Rams to win. So now you having now you're having the team that beat them. Well, I've I've been saying it all year. I've liked the Lions all year. Jared Goff has been in my fucking True. MVP talks all year. Is he the later part of the year? He fell out of the MVP talks, but that's totally okay. He's still a top five quarterback in my opinion this year. Um, and I think they can be. I think they can go to the Super Bowl. I do, and especially, and that's not just because of Jared Goff. They're well coached. Dan Campbell's a dog. Fucking Aiden Hutchinson's a dog. They've got Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery, Amon Ra's an amazing wide receiver. One they've they've got fucking a stacked ass team. Have you ever seen a running? Have you ever seen a team with two running backs like Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery? No. Crazy. Have I? Probably not. Um. You're trying to think. Yeah, I have. Wait. Are you going to say the Seahawks or Marshawn Lynch? No. What team with two running backs that are like... I'm just checking. I'm just double checking here. I'm just saying, like, they are... If they... They are now my Super Bowl favorites. Besides, actually, no, I'd still take the Ravens, but... They're they're my super. They're gonna go to the Super Bowl, in my opinion. So um, after once we're done talking about this last uh, this last game here, we're gonna we're gonna remake our bracket. Well, not remake our bracket, but you know, predict what's gonna happen next with the next uh, the set of matchups because we both kind of fucked up our brackets. Um, but this next game, yours is a lot worse than mine. <laughs> you had that stupid fucking. Wait, the monkey's bit and AJ Brown don't play, then I'm gonna pick the book. And it's just like <laughs> Well, let's talk about it then. We Eagles didn't know I had Bucks. Eagles versus Bucks. The Eagles the Eagles fall out of this one thirty two to nine and oh. the big the big story that came out of this game right after uh Jason Kelsey's um is retiring. He said it a lot. Most likely around. He hasn't announced it himself. He hasn't announced it himself, but they said that he he t- told his teammates he will be retiring. So, what well, do you know? Amazing career, by the way. Fucking uh, greatest center of all time. Yeah, but, arguably greatest O lineman of all time. 
I I would yeah. say so. Maybe 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 not. Actually, there's a lot of great tackles out there. So, but he's definitely the greatest center of all time. Um, he's the only center to make multiple Pro Bowls. Like fucking like what seven straight Pro Bowls, eight straight Pro Bowls, something like that. Um, seven. He has seven Pro Bowls, but. I don't know if that's including this year's Pro Bowl. But that being said, um this, fuck this had to be whoever announced it. Um This had to be I wanted him to announce it himself. He wanted to announce it himself. So that's why I'm thinking maybe he won't. He, he, they he said he was supposed to year. last year. They they said he was supposed to last year and he didn't. Yeah, he want well, they didn't he wanted to last year, but he wasn't, you know. Yeah, and then um, they released, and then they released it. Jason Kelsey's probably going to retire, and then he didn't, and he came back, and he fucking made another Pro Bowl. So, and he was the big reason why the Tush Push was, you know, possibly being banned next year. Um, yeah, well, now you don't really need to ban it because he's gone. But that's just yeah. my opinion. But um, anyways, back to the game. This this had to be the worst defensive coverage I've ever seen by the Eagles, fucking like all season long. Like I was just watching the highlights right before we started this this recording, and my God, their zone coverage was fucking awful, awful. The amount of times that Godwin or uh, Kate Otten or um, even Kate Otten had a fucking crazy game, holy and shit. more and more was fucking and open Moore in, with within ten yards, oh and it wasn't even like he was Baker was throwing like. 40 yard throws like this is like a 10 yard short pass and there was no one around and yeah and there was no one around and he catches it and makes and runs to the end zone this is a 10 yard pass and then he runs for 30 yards what and it's just like where are what are the deep what is the defensive coverage doing it looks like they they're staying in their zone and then someone is right outside their zone and they're open and instead of running towards them they are letting them pack, catch the ball and then trying to tackle them after they've caught the ball and that's not smart because what's going to happen is they're going to juke you or you're going to get put you're going to get covered it's the fact that they were they were they weren't they were weren't being proactive. They were reacting. And that was why they got fucking what 32 points domed on their head. Yeah, 32 to 9. I mean Okay, so the Eagles have struggled with tackling recently, past few weeks. They haven't been able to tackle. And it was a big issue this week. They had multiple big ass plays just get dropped on their head. Um you had you had Trey Palmer get like a sixty yard catch uh, for a touchdown too. You had um, David Moore get I think sixty sixty some yards on like two catches. You had um, uh, what's his face fucking Durham get like twenty yards. Durham. You had Kate. You had Kate Hot. Kate Kate Otten get like eighty nine yards on eight receptions. Great game for him. Um, honestly, like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin didn't even do that good. I think, I think they both had around 50 yards. Um, but no, it was, it was David tackle, Moore, David Moore, can't tackle Trey Kate Otten, when you can't tackle Kate Otten and you can't tackle David Moore and you can't tackle Trey Palmer, um, even if they're not getting fucking 
a bunch of catches. They're getting a bunch of fucking yards. So yeah, um, that was Baker Mayfield looked amazing. He looked like fucking Tom Brady. And we right, were talking Tom about Brady. last week. We were talking about last week how like the Bucks haven't won a playoff game since like early two thousands, unless it was with Tom Brady. And Baker looked like Tom Brady, so I guess he had to do it. Yep. And, 30, yeah, three hundred and thirty seven yards. Yeah. Um two twenty two of thirty six. Doing things Tom Brady didn't even do. Uh yeah, I mean he did great. Rashad White looked like a good running back four point That's really what you want. Yeah, um, nineteen touches, seventy two. Yeah, yards. I mean I I'm I'm just confused why they gave Chase Edmonds so many carries, but I mean they were up by so much I guess it doesn't matter. Uh they didn't they didn't they didn't allow a run over Seven, seven rushes for too. for Chase Edmonds is so, crazy. Yeah, but I, I I'm pretty sure Rashad had like I don't know what he had, but seven like I'd Rashad, rather Rashad, Rashad White, White have 18, like twenty five. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather Rashad White have twenty five instead of Chase Edmonds get seven. I mean, he didn't run well, but I understand it. You got to keep him fresh and healthy. So, but yeah, I mean, I kind of saw this coming as soon as AJ Brown was announced that he wasn't going to play. And that's why I put that caveat, because I'm like, you need A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. And they just sent the blitz the whole game, and they couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, yeah Devonta got, Smith got, they, they got, got uh, fuck. a good game. Devonta Smith had a good game, but, I mean, they just that's didn't what's plan for they... getting blitzed all game. And that's what Todd Bowles does. He just blitzes. He's a blitz-heavy guy. And it worked, because Jalen Hurts has struggled against the blitz all year, especially when you don't have uh, A.J. Brown to... Throw two, yeah, it's going to create issues. They they couldn't run for over. I don't think they had a single run go over for ten yards. Um, and yeah, I mean Devonta Smith had a good game, but obviously because Adrian Brown wasn't there, so all the yeah. all the targets were funneling to him. Yeah. They dumped it off about fucking thirty times. He didn't even score a touchdown. Swift, it felt like no. Um, Alice Goddard had the only touchdown for them, but yeah, I don't know. I it was rough. Um. But I saw it coming when AJ Brown was announced. Was out. That's why I put that caveat there. So, yeah. But now, so so what do the Eagles do now? You know, with Jason Kelsing retiring, they got to go and get a center. And they got to go and... If he does retire. I don't want to speak... Yeah, whatever. To, I don't want to speak on that position because if he doesn't retire, then we're going to look like idiots. I'm yeah. not going to speak on the center position. If he's there, if he's not there, obviously you draft someone. That's like really the priority, especially if they don't ban the tush push. Um, but I think you just have to. Yeah, I don't really know. Just stay healthy. Honestly, yeah. this team was in the Super Bowl last year for a reason. Um, all you have to do is stay healthy and plan for the blitz. Your team yeah. is so good. Maybe you have maybe so get many a new weapons. DC. Maybe get a new DC. But um yeah i mean you fired your dc mid-season and then went like one and seven in the past eight games so maybe i don't know kept them they should have kept their dc yeah i don't know but it's interesting i mean you go 10 and one and one and seven so so now let's look at these next four games and let's let's predict the winner so i put the dolphins so now it's the Chiefs so, Bills. So it's Chiefs Bills rematch again. This is what fourth year now that they're playing each other? No, no, no. And third playoff year. Do the Bills get over the hump? No. 
Casey takes it. I have Casey taking it. I have a I have a bet that Casey takes it. So I'm going to take the Bills. And really, you think they finally do it? I think they get over the hump. And the only reason being, I used it as my reason last week, and it kind of looked like shit because of it. And that was the fact that Patrick Mahomes didn't have enough weapons, but he's a, he's he's finds <laughs> weapons, man. He's a weapon himself. But what I think is going to be the key factor in this game is is the run game. And you think, think the Bills can outrun? I think James Cook can outrun Isaiah Pacheco. And wow. And I'm saying it that wow. And I'm putting it, and I'm putting, I'm gonna put money on this. And I think James Cook's gonna have money a on game it. That, I'm gonna have I, I'm gonna say James Cook's gonna have a better game than Isaiah Pacheco, and Josh Allen's gonna look like Prime Tom Brady. Okay, <laughs> okay, buddy. I think Josh Allen Calm has another down. no. I think Josh Allen's gonna have another no no interception game, and I think it's gonna be very hard for the Chiefs to come that to Buffalo. Happens. I know never it happened last Why? week. Why? It was colder think, in Kansas City. Well, the Chiefs are gonna come to Buffalo, and they're gonna. They're going to crumble. I'm calling it. And you're picking. What's the score here? What score do you predict here? I think it's going to be close. It's always going to be close, but it's probably going to be. I hit the under on it. I hit the under. I think the under was like 34.5. I hit under. I think it's going to be like a 21, 21, like 17 game. Like, so you have a low scoring game too. Yeah. And you think a low-scoring game favors the Bills? Yes, I do. Wow. Call me crazy. Call yeah, me crazy. You're crazy. Uh, yeah, you're crazy. We should bet jump, on this game. We'll jump to the other side of the AFC, though, and we'll look at Texans-Ravens. This is quite easy. I think this is when, you know, the fairy tale ends. C.J. Stroud, um, it ends for C.J. Stroud. The Ravens take this. Yeah, I agree. I have Ravens winning the Super Bowl for me, so... Yeah. I I think I yeah, I'm gonna pick the I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna pick the, the Texans or the sorry, the Ravens here. But I think that CJ Stroud's not he's not gonna go down without a fight. They're not gonna go down without a fight here. And it's gonna be a It'll be a one. good game. It'll be a it's good gonna game. go down but to the run I game. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a blowout. I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens come out here and win thirty one to seven. So I think I think that the Ravens deep Roquan Smith fucking destroys the, the Texans. I agree. That's it. Um, Jumping to yeah, the other side. My, my AFC championship stays intact as I had a a, a perfect Chiefs versus Ravens <laughs> Your NFC, AFC championship though. game. Your NFC, though. Your NFC, My NFC is not terrible. I had, the, I had the Cowboys winning, so that fucked me. Um, I had them going to the Super Bowl, but that fucked me. But other than that, it's not too bad. But jumping to the yeah. NFC, we got uh, Buccaneers Lions. Um, I wow! If Baker wins this game, it's just wow. But I'm I'm still gonna pick the Lions. Um, I know I uh, I didn't have the Lions making it at all, but <laughs> I didn't say that it it wasn't like I picked the Rams and I said that they were gonna destroy the Lions like. The Lions are a good team, and I think that defense is going to jump all over Baker. Um, their zone coverage is going to be a hell of a, hell of a lot better than the Eagles' zone coverage. Yeah, but it's Mike Evans against who? 
No, like Gardner Johnson can't guard Godwin, Otten, and Mike Evans. No, but that that uh, I think that. Sorry, I think that O line's gonna crumble, and I know it's a really good O line. Like the Lions have probably the second best O line in the league, possibly the top three O line in the league, but they're gonna crumble. The Lions O line? Yeah. So you have the Buccaneers running. Oh, sorry, no, sorry, that Bucks O line. Sorry. Oh. Sorry, my bad. Sorry, the Bucks. I think the Bucks. The Bucks. The, I'm picking the Lions. The Lions are winning, but. Okay. Yeah. Give me the Bucks. Um, I think, I think I said, I said the Eagles were going to make it to the NFC championship if they had a healthy team, but they didn't. And so I, I, that was my caveat. If AJ Brown and Devonta Smith play, if you do a caveat on winning this, and going to the NFC championship, no caveats, um, just make a pick this time, but no, 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 there's no caveats because these teams are both healthy. Um, but Oh, I can hear a train in your background. <laughs> uh, yeah, excuse that. Um, but yeah, the Buccaneers, I think, are gonna create a lot of problems for the Lions. You let Puka Nakua go for 181 yards, and now it's time for Mike Evans to go for 281 yards. Um, don't be surprised if they they go insane, Mike Evans and uh, or Godwin. But I think this is gonna be an interesting game. Uh, it'll be a good one. I I just don't see the lines beating it. I have to I have to take the Bucks now because I had our our bracket had the Eagles even though the caveat there. So give me the Bucks in the NFC Championship. The next game, the next NFC Packers Niners. Give me the pet. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm playing around. <laughs> There's no way the Packers win this game. There's no way that Romeo Dobbs is gonna come out and look like fucking Julian Edelman. It's not happening. Julian Edelman. Fucking. What kind of comparison is that, dude? Well, well, Julian Edelman was like mediocre during the year, and then he just come out and fucking be like best receiver in the Julian playoffs. Julian Edelman was an All Pro, Pro Bowl man. He made what? One Pro Bowl, two. Julian Edelman. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, he was not that good of a season receiver. He's just. Wasn't like that. He he didn't make a single Pro Bowl, not Damn. one. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think he's one. Of, I think he's like that bad. I think he's one of the only people to win a Super Bowl MVP and not make a Pro Bowl. No. Just no. I'm Do you know how many fucking defensive guys that don't make a Pro Bowl that fucking win MVP? Anyway. And technically, no one that wins a Super Bowl MVP is a Pro Bowler because they do, they can't go. They can't go, but they're so <laughs> technically. No, give me the give me the Forty ers I know I'm a Seahawks fan, but I I hate the Packers even more than I hate the Forty ers And yeah, if you're a Packers fan, you feel good about beating the Eagles or sorry, beating the Cowboys anyway. I mean, yeah, you feel good about making the second round, even if you lose forty one to three. You feel good about doing this with Jordan Love because this is the start of something nice for you guys. So, yep. honestly, if you're a Packers fan, you feel good even if you lose this. And uh, this is that's why thing. I think the 49ers are going to fucking wreck you guys. Like, we got to talk about fucking Green Bay's ability to develop quarterbacks here. Like, what? No, what we don't. Everyone talks about it. Okay. They draft a fucking quarterback three years before they need one, and then it works out. Let's talk about Fuck it, off. please. 
Sorry. Sorry we don't have Geno Smith. <laughs> Fuck it. Butte. Anyways, um, yeah, so, and then... Uh, uh, I'm going to predict 48-13 to 13 for the damn. 49ers. Damn. Damn. Um, but, uh, so, we won't be able to talk about the, this next week, so um, we'll talk about in two weeks about uh, the the our predictions because um, I'm going to be out of the, the country. Super Bowl so will be set. Yeah, we're going to be... But next time we record an episode... Uh, the week of, we are going to be, it's going to be Super Bowl matched. It's going to be the Super Bowl matchup. It's going to be set. But um, consider, I'm going to be out of the country, so we're going to be, uh, we're going to be recording. So this let's week. just, let's just, let's just say one of us goes perfect. Who do you have in your Super Bowl based off our picks this week? This so week, you have the, you have the Bills versus the Ravens. So who, who do you have going to the Super Bowl? I since have we're the Ra- next week, and we won't be able to predict. I have the Ravens making the Super Bowl. Okay, so you're sticking with your original? Yeah. What about on this side? You have the Lions versus the 49ers? Yep. Okay. And I'm taking the Lions. So now you think the Lions are making the Super Bowl? Yes, because the Rams Holy aren't. Shit. Yeah. Yep. Give me the Lions to beat the Niners in a very tight game and then uh, make it to the Super Bowl. And then. Uh... So, Lions, so you have the Lions versus Ravens Super Bowl now? Yeah, because the Rams are gone. And that was the okay. same. I think it was the same I had before. It was just the Rams instead of the Lions. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm going to keep the... Basically, you know my picks for the AFC because I went perfect besides the Steelers, but that was fucked anyway. Um. So, yeah, it's still going to be Chiefs, Chiefs for... Baltimore. Chiefs-Ravens. Yeah, it's still yep. going to be Chiefs-Ravens, and I'm still going to have the... The Ravens beat the Chiefs. Um, and then since I have the Bucks 49ers. Okay, so here's the thing. If the Bucks beat the 49ers, that would be nuts. Dude, Baker would be <laughs> it would Baker it would. would have such a big contract coming up for him. If if Baker I don't know if they include playoffs, but if Baker makes it to the Super Bowl, he's comeback player of the year. He has to be. I don't give a fuck about DeMar Hamlin if that's the case. Baker Mayfield made a Super Bowl. But realistically, I'll take the 49ers to, to beat the Buccaneers. Um, even though I kind of want to take the Buccaneers. But um, if both teams are healthy, give me the 49ers. If there's any injuries to the 49ers this week, whether that's a... Debo Samuel or Christian McCaffrey or or fucking anyone Kittle or Brock Purdy, then give me the Bucks. That's my caveat for this week. The only caveat oh I'm God. ever gonna Stop. have ever again Stop. is that. Yeah, ever again. That's the caveat. That's next season. Not allowed. No. Well, okay. They're allowed regular season playoffs. We won't do caveats next year. So what did you say? What was your caveat? So my caveat Bucks- was if both healthy. I'm gonna take the 49ers versus Ravens in Super Bowl, but if if the if the 49ers have any defense, like defensive injury or offensive injury, then give me the Bucks, even if it's like fucking Pace Trent Young Williams. or Trent <laughs> Williams. Yeah, give me give me obviously like someone significant, someone that's on the yes. field for a majority of the game, but that's that's my caveat. 
Okay. And then uh, Ravens, Ravens, Niners, still picking the Ravens? Yeah, I got to stick with it because then my original bracket's the best. But then I could just switch it and say the, the 49ers are going to win. So then I'm right either way. Give me, the, give me the Ravens. I still think they. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to wrap up. Uh, that's going to wrap up this section. And then we're going to let's do our head coaches tier list. Now, this is uh, this is something we were supposed to do last week. All right. So we're jumping right into our head coaches tier list here. Um, some of these coaches did get fired. So. Yeah, a lot of these coaches got fired. Yeah, a lot of these coaches got fired, actually. But uh, first one on the list we got here, we got Jonathan Gannon, the coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Jonathan Gannon. Where is Jonathan Gannon going? For a season that was pretty shit. There's no F tier, so D, I guess, is the F tier. Um, So we got S, A, B, C, and D. D. B for Jonathan Gannon. I was going to put him in C, to be honest. D. D. Oh, D. Okay. I think. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Arthur Smith got fired, so D. I think is the C. only. C. He lost his job, though. This is a C. Okay. You don't think if Gannon was on the fucking Falcons, they'd be fucking 2-15? and 15? Arthur Smith I, is a better coach, bro. I guess that's fair. Um, is at least a C. Jim Harbaugh's an A. I think that's that's I, fair. I can agree. Or sorry, John Harbaugh. I can agree. John Harbaugh's an A. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh's an S. J, J, yeah, Jim Harbaugh's an S. He's on Michigan, though. Um, who do we got here? This is Zach Taylor of the Bengals. B for sure? Zach Taylor. What'd you say? Z for ta- okay. I think B for B for Zach Taylor's fair. Yeah, I'd say B. Sean McDermott. B or A. A lot of Bills fans would be like, fucking D. No, I'm fine. I think B for Sean McDermott's fair. I'd say I'd say A. A? He uses real life yeah, he wants his offense explosive like nine eleven. Okay. That's crazy. That's what his. That's what he said. Did he, he say that? Team to Osama bin Laden. Yeah. That. That is. Wait. That's fucking. But I think rid- so. That is fucking <laughs> ridiculous. You did. That. And since then, he's seven and zero. Oh. That uh, there is- was an article released about it, and then they haven't lost the game since. So. That's that is fucking ridiculous. The fact that that was even allowed is crazy. This is Frank Reich, but he got fired. So, um, do we just rank Chris Tabor? Because I guess he's he's the interim as of right now. But we'll do Frank Reich because I still think Frank Reich is a good coach. I think he's B. Yeah, I was gonna put him in B as well. Um, put him C because he got fired, but I don't know. That's just this is the roster, I think, mostly. Yeah, Chris Tabor's the uh, the interim, but I guess, yeah, Frank Ray could be a B. I, he didn't deserve it. He didn't deserve no. it. No. likes to fire, fair. everyone. 
<laughs> All right, so this who's this? Is that what's I sorry, I can't is that see. is that Matt Herb I can't even pronounce his name. Herberfluss? Herberfluss, the Matt coach Eberflus? of the Eberflus, yeah. Herberfluss. Uh, of the Bears. I think I, that's I think that's Herberfluss. It's not Herberfluss. It's Herberfluss. It's Eberflus. It's no, Eberflus. It's Eberflus. It's, yeah, that's that's Eberflus. <laughs> now you're making me fuck up. <laughs> Where is he going though? I think C is fair for Eberflus him. is a C. Yeah. Eberflutivoof. Flubida flubidoo. <laughs> Kevin Stefanski. He's an A. Coach of the year. Pro- probably going to win. Coach of the year? This, no, this year he's probably going to win coach of the year. For If I'm being honest, he's probably going to win coach of the year. Fuck up. Shut the fuck up. No. Who's going to win? Kyle Shanahan? D'Amico Ryans. 100% should win it. I, yeah. Hello? What? The fucking yeah. Texans, 14 fucking Texans to the game? It has Mike, to be him. Where's the big fatty Mike McCarthy Mike going? Mike McCarthy. After B, the playoff win? C. B. B. But B, B, I guess. Because you, you, he's gone 12 and 5 three years in a row. You got to be at least somewhat good. He's won at least one playoff game. I'd put him A. But he just can't do that. So. Going to Super Bowl. If we're going by Super Bowls, he's he's A then, but we're not. So Sean Payton. Sean a. Payton. Yeah, I was gonna put Sean Payton in A as well. Uh Dan Campbell, can I put in A as well? I think those yep. possi- possibly S, depending on this playoff run. We'll see. Um we'll see, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll see where we put him after. Uh Matt turnaround. LaFleur. Definitely a quick turnaround. Matt LaFleur. I'd put Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur in a B, B or A. Low B. B, yeah. I w- not A for sure. Not A. But. Doug Peterson. I think Doug Peterson's an A. Super Bowl winning coach. You know, he hasn't got there yet with the Jags, but I think it's it's a. They're they're moving up. So I think A is fair I don't think Doug, Doug Peterson's Peterson. an A. He won a Super Bowl with the uh, with the Eagles. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. I mean, I so is Mike know. McCarthy, though. Yeah, like I just I would yeah. like we can put him. I would put him. B. I'd put him B. I, I'd yeah. say he's the same as Mike McCarthy, and like we might have to drop Frank Reich though. Yeah, and Zach Taylor. <laughs> but are they on the same level as Arthur Smith and Matt? Your Uber I, I, I think I think so. Okay, we can drop them. So we'll drop we'll drop them. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Andy reads an S. Yep, I agree with um, that. Brandon Staley, can I like not put him on this? Because he's fucking he's a D. He's a D. He's a D. Well, he's he's an F if there was. He's a, a dick. Tier. He's a dick. <laughs> if he's there a was dick. A, if there was a team, you should for... put F for fucked, D for dick, C for cunt. Okay. Can't coach. <laughs> okay. C Sean for Mc... can't coach. Sean McVay's an A. No, he's a B. We can't put him ahead of Mike McCarthy, Matt LaFleur, and fucking, fuck no, Doug Peterson. Absolutely not. B? Okay. I can do a B, but I think he's I love a how high all the coaches B. that have Very won a Super B. Bowl are like below the coaches that haven't won a Super Bowl. <laughs> no, well, besides Andy Reid. Yeah. Well, Sean Payton, but. 
Yeah, Jim Harbaugh's there, or not Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh's there. Sorry, they're brothers. They're, it's confusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I agree with it. It's just funny because a lot of it's team-oriented. Josh McDaniels is a fucking D. I, he's not the coach now. He got fired, but he's a yeah. fucking D. <laughs> yeah. Ass. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, holy shit. Why am I, why am I fucking blanking? Mike McDaniel, sorry. Mike McDaniel. <laughs> fucking joke. I'd say he's an A. Yeah, I'm going to put uh, Wait, no, no, no. Pot, well, Sorry. Can you put him ahead of Peterson, McCarthy, and, uh, and Sean McCarthy? No, you can't. You yeah. can't. B. Belichick's an A. Not yet. Or sorry, Belichick. Belichick's an S. S. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, okay, <laughs> Belichick's an say. S. Um, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> sorry. I like can't see. Yeah, I can't see either. Zoom in, bitch. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, sorry. This is fucking Dennis Allen. <laughs> oh, my God. That was fucking bad. Dennis Allen's a a C possibly a D that was that that was sad what he did in the last game of the season <laughs> what did he do apologize did you, not, did you not see bro they were beating the Falcons that was that was Jameis to... that was all Jameis oh that wasn't he didn't play, call that play no he called a, a QB like he called a QB Neal and Jameis <laughs> said guys we should run this in and so they <laughs> ran it in and he was, he, that's why he apologized. He's like, oh, we didn't do that. I didn't call that. That's but, fucking yeah. funny. Because Arthur Smith was losing it. <laughs> losing it. Uh, I mean, yeah, it kind of cost him his fucking team, but whatever. Can you zoom in? <laughs> this is, I think, is Brian Dable. Brian Dable. Okay. He's a he's a possible D, possible C. What? For me. Oh. C, I can agree with. D, I wouldn't. Robert Sala. Sally. Sally. I'd put him C. I'd put him C. Yeah, I could. Yeah, C's fair. Oops. Not, not that guy. Mike Tomlin. Tomlin. S. 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 He literally okay. doesn't lose. <laughs> Okay, you're going to okay, want to put Pete Carroll me. in an S, but I can't put I, Pete Carroll in an S. Put Pete Carroll S because, okay, him and Mike Tomlin, I feel like, have very similar success. I can't put Pete Carroll in an S, man. He's a ve- But the thing is, he's a very high A. He's like the highest A you can get, so yeah, why not he's just def- put him S? Because That's he's the I'm lowest saying, like, S you can get. He's nowhere near He's not, though. Tomlin he's not, that. though. He's, bruh, he's close. Okay, I think I think what's putting him down is the fact he's he's only coached fourteen years. But you have to look at the success the success he's had in coaching fourteen years. Fine. I feel like he's an A. Fine, fine. I feel like he's an A. An A? Okay, he's an A. No, 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 S. <laughs> you said A. You said no, A. No. You know what I meant. I feel like he's an S. He's a very low S, though. He's the back back burner of the S. Well, he's only coached fourteen years, so yes. But the fact he's an S fourteen years within coaching, I uh, feel Todd, like we have Todd to give Bowles. him his flowers. Todd Bowles of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'd say B. Yeah, I I was gonna agree, but the thing he's is, a he's a local coach. He's 
thing is, is he on the same level? He's never won a Super Bowl, correct? And he's on the same uh, level. Yes, he has. As a head coach? Ooh. He might have been an OC. But anyways, is he on the same level as Todd Bowles? Or not Todd, sorry. Is he on the same level as Sean McVay, Doug Peterson? I think he Mike is. McCarthy? I think he's on the same as Mike McDaniels. He was the he was a the executive of the Green Bay Packers that won in 1997. Shut um, the fuck up. We're talking about coaching. Just hey, just saying. He was a player personnel staff of the Well then uh, Todd Bowles the, has won a Super Bowl too. Then all of these He was he was uh, he was he was the assistant coach of the the Brady Buccaneers team. Yeah. So he's really good. Uh, Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel is a B, in my opinion. Yes. He has but potential to be an A, or for if sure. he wins a couple Super Bowls, S. But, yeah, B. The thing is, is okay. Um, Ron, uh, this is Ron Rivera. Yeah, Ron, where, where would you put? I'd put him Ron, C. in my opinion, yeah, Ron Rivera is really overrated, in my opinion. I agree. Um, he's not. He hasn't done shit with the commanders. So, to be fair, it is the commanders. Yeah, but a good coach makes do. My, just saying, like fucking Mike Tomlin's got a shitty fucking pack. Or well, eh, not as shit as the commanders, but he's got a shitty. He's got a pretty shitty offense for the Steelers. So, and he still gets. That is wins. true. I mean. He make do. He make he he makes do. Uh, Kyle Shanahan of the San Francisco 49ers. He's an A. Yeah, he might. Yeah, he might. yeah, He's got the track. I mean, I mean, the thing is, you could like you could give any coach here that team, and they'd probably be as good as he is. But I don't know. That's he's, he's still a good coach. I'd put him there. He's still around Dan Campbell. You, if you put him on the Lions roster, I think he'd be around what they are. D'Amico Ryans, your coach of the year candidate, probably the runner-up. I think he is the coach of the year, but we'll put him B just because it's yeah. his literal first-year first coaching. First-year coaching. But to yeah. turn our team around like that, we got to give him his flowers. I think he's coach of the year. I think he'll probably end up being an A by the end of next year. Yeah. If he takes his team to the to the championship, like the AFC championship, we'll we'll, we'll address it next week and put him A. This is uh, Shane Steichen, coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I think Shane Steichen's a good coach. I think he's. I think Shane Steichen's a B. Really? Yeah. You think so? I think so. I think he's a low B, though. He's on the same level as Mike McCarthy and Doug Peterson and Sean McVay. I think he's on the same level as Mike McCarthy and Todd Bowles, yeah. But Sean McVay and Doug Peterson. Do we move? See, do this we is move? another thing. Like, thing is, do this we is move? his first year coaching, right? Do we move so, Mike McCarthy and Doug okay. Peterson up? Do we move no, no, no. them down? We can, we'll leave him C. We'll leave Shane Steichen C because... He hasn't this is his first year yet. coaching. 
This is his first year coaching. But then again, the Colts are not a good team, and I feel like he is a good coach so far. Right? Yeah. Like, he was an OC for a long time. He was an OC with Philly. He was an OC with the Chargers. And they didn't do bad. Right? So yeah. This, uh, so uh, Kevin O'Connell, and I'm a big fan of Kevin O'Connell. I like Kevin O'Connell a He's lot. A C. I I like him a lot, though. <laughs> that doesn't fucking change the fact he's a C. I think he's a high C though. Like I think he's probably on the same level as uh, Shane Steichen. I think so. Yeah, well, Shane Steichen's a C. Yeah, well, they're high C. And the fact and the fact that you're saying he's on the same level as Shane Steichen and Shane Steichen's only coached one year is pretty telling to me. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Nick Sirianni, and this is gonna be this is gonna be a, a probably a hot take. I'd say A. Really? I don't I think he's overrated. So I you, really so do. You, he's overrated, but the three years he's been a head coach, he went nine and eight, fourteen and three, and eleven and six. And you think he's only a B. Yeah, with that with the, with the roster went to the that he has with the roster. Second he has, year he went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and he got okay. fucking outplay called by Andy Reid big time. Big time. Yes, yeah, so I think A is fair. He, but like, I think he's, he's a low I think A. He's up there. He's a low he's A. With, he's with Ke- he's with Kevin Stefanski, in my opinion. I'm low A tier. In my opinion, I just think I just think he's an overrated coach. Just I think it, the roster kind of inflates him a little bit. But um, any any movement you wanna you want anything you wanna move around you wanna move Arthur, Arthur Smith down to a uh, yeah Sean Payton's an S. Really? I think we're using. I think we're taking his last year with the Saints and this year with Denver too seriously. This dude was fucking dominant. He's won a Super Bowl. Yes, he had Drew Brees, but yeah, with Drew Brees, dude's, dude's a fucking great coach. Okay, he's but he's on low A or he's on low S, probably same level as Pete yeah. Carroll. Same same level as Pete Carroll. I think they're similar. Yeah. Then again. Any other move? Think, any other movement you want to make here? I, I, oh, I, I'm happy with this. I really want to. I'm I contesting. Think, I'm contesting to move Doug Peterson and Sean McVay up to an A. Why Sean McVay though? Super Bowl winning Sean coach. McVay? Two two times Super Bowl Mike appearance. McCarthy Super says, Bowl winning coach. Same thing. Doug Peterson, Super Bowl winning coach. Sean McVay's made two Super Bowls. I think he deserves to be in an A. The fact that Kevin Stavansky hasn't done shit besides had one good year. Well, you you kind of put him Kevin Stavansky A. Okay, I'm switching them. Then I'm putting I'm putting Sean McVay up in an A, and I'm moving Kevin Stavansky down to a B. I think Sean McVay is probably one of the best coaches in the league. Just Doug Peterson also I want to move up, but the thing is he hasn't done yet done anything yet with that Jags roster. So if he can do something with them, I think he could be an A. But I'm I just, I just he's, he's made the Super Bowl twice. He, guess, he made yeah. he first year coaching made the Super Bowl at thirty what thirty five years old as Jared, a coach. No, his first year coming to the Rams did he not make a Super since Bowl? And, Jared Goff. No, no, no. Whatever. First year since Jared Goff. Whatever. Uh, he played Brady in in the Patriots. He lost yeah. twenty eighteen. Still made the Super Bowl and then won the rough. Super Bowl with Stafford. 
Sure. So I think he's an A. Better than most coaches. Like I think I don't know. I just feel like he was given a fucking amazing roster. He was he was he he was given Todd Gurley and Jared Goff in their prime. Get it. A, a coach is very important. I don't know. But I think I think the rest of this is fair. Um did you want to move anybody down to a D? Brandon Staley, Josh McDaniels, Josh Gannon. I think it's fair to have all of them down in a D. Or it's not Josh Gannon, Josh Gannon. We could probably move Zach Taylor up to B. But Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Low B though. But actually no, no, we can't, because the Bengals were so bad. Like Yeah, Mike McCarthy is a B on the same level as Zach Taylor. No, yeah, no. We could probably high Mike C. McCarthy up. Oh, that's what I said. Mike, but the thing is, you're going to leave Doug Peterson in B? Yeah. I think if you have moved Mike McCarthy, you've got to move Doug Peterson up. Because thing is, the thing is, these coaches that are all in B, besides McCarthy and Doug Peterson, haven't won shit. They haven't won nothing. LaFleur has, nothing. hasn't he? Not as a head coach. I think he went as an assistant coach. I don't. He hasn't done. He hasn't done shit. And I like Mike Bluffer, or Matt Lafleur. He's uh. Yeah, he hasn't won shit. <laughs> so. Um. Just don't. I don't know about Doug Peterson being a. But I think he was the coach of that Eagles team, that Nick Foles Eagles team. That's true. But, like, the thing, okay, yes, he had that one really great year. But other than that, what has he really done? He's been mediocre. He's been, like, a game, a game away from being 500 every year. Which, like, consistency, but he hasn't been consistent enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's definitely a high That's B. That's why I think he's high think, B. Yeah, same thing like, with McCarthy, high B. But I no, I think McCarthy we have to move up because McCarthy's been consistently winning a bunch and like by larger margins. Like he's had multiple thirteen win seasons. He had that fifteen and one season with Green Bay after the Super Bowl, right? Yep. He's coached great quarterbacks. The thing is, he's never had a. Sh- he's, he's never coached a. Sh- five. He's never coached a shitty quarterback team and made do with Look it. Look at the S tier. Who's who's coached a shitty quarterback team? Mike Tomlin. And made do with it. Pete Carroll. But. Sean Payton. Uh, Sean Payton, not so much. Sean Payton, no. But Pete Carroll and Mike Tomlin, for sure. Belichick, eh, he has, but he didn't do much with it. He had the, he had a decent year with Mac Jones. Belichick Mac Jones got fired with a shitty quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> so, But he's got seven rounds. Know. Or six rings. I think, yeah, I think McCarthy's there, though. I don't think you can, like, you still have to be a good... You could have an amazing fucking quarterback and still be mediocre. That's true. Look at fucking, uh... Look at Mike McDaniel. Well, well, Mike McDaniel's got a shitty quarterback, but... I don't know. A lot of things, a lot of these coaches that are on the low tier have shitty quarterbacks. Besides maybe... Or doesn't. Who? Your guy doesn't. 
Matt Lafleur. Yeah, but Matt, Matt Lafleur's not in a shitty chair. I'm talking about C, C and D. No, I'm Zach not, Taylor's no, your guy, bro, for the Vikings. Oh, oh, fucking. Uh, Eight, uh, what's his fucking Kevin O'Connell? Whatever. I think that this is probably the best we're gonna get with it. I don't think we can toy around much I, more. No. But is gonna come to the Seahawks. He's gonna win a couple of rules, and he'll be up to the S tier soon enough. <laughs> yeah, you would die for that, wouldn't you? Love it. But uh, that's going to wrap this episode of the two-minute warning. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We're on all major platforms. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. We are a Canadian-based podcast. I want to make that clear. Canadian-based. That's <laughs> new. Yeah, that is new. But we uh, shout-out to all the Canadians out there tuning in for tuning into our, our show here. We're just trying to, you know, have some fun with it. Um, we're looking for some ideas of what to do. Once the NFL season's over, whether we possibly transition sports or we talk about off-season moves, just, you know, NFL's got the longest off-season, right? So things can get hard during the off-season, but we'll see what we can do, maybe make some do of it. But, or maybe uh, some, like, we'll transition into some fantasy mock drafts we can do. Well, um, yeah. We'll, that's, we'll a, just, that's a big thing we could do in the off-season if we want yeah. to stick with NFL. We're we're um, we're open, but we're open to suggestions. I just want to make that open yeah. and clear. We're open to suggestions, sure. so uh, we're very active on our Twitter accounts. So make sure to uh, hit us up on there if you want to uh, if you want to give us some suggestions on what we should do. And uh, we also have an email set up. So if anybody's looking for uh, business inquiries and all that kind of stuff, that's uh, linked on all our social medias as well. Uh, but anyways, that's gonna wrap this this episode up, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.